How do you define friendship? Welcome back to After Hour Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-hosts. I'm Jamila. I'm Vicky. I'm Sharon. So for today, we are talking all about friendship, how we met, what do we look for in friends, how we define friendship, all those related questions. And to start off, we are going to do a little bit of introduction, but in a way where... For example, I'll be introducing Sharon as if I'm introducing her to a person that doesn't know her. And I'll do the same to Vicky. It sounds kind of confusing right now, but I'll just get started. And I think you guys will get what I'm saying. The way I will introduce Vicky. Why am I nervous? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I think the way I will introduce Vicky to someone is like, she's basically, if I had a twin or I had a sister, that's exactly who she would be. Because I think she always listens to everything even i'm just like talking to myself in the room but she's just like there like a sister and then she's like super patient with me all the four years when we did like college together whenever i had like some stupid idea or like vicky you want to do this or go do that and she's like okay like i don't know that's how i describe like that's such a terrible way to describe her but i'm your sister no, not. got it yeah <laughs> um and then sharon i have recently thought about this but she's a person who i'll exactly look for in a significant other who i hope that would listen to me or like who understands me does that make sense? See, Jam doesn't need to date anybody because it's right here. Everything she needs is right here. She's basically saying, Sharon, if you're a man, I would date you. No, wait, it's not that. It's more like the way you just understand how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking before I even say it. I think it's like that aspect of like understanding me where like Vicky is like gives me attention. <laughs> oh. So you guys are like mesh of you two will be like ideal. Ha, I see. Okay, yeah. Damn, I didn't think about this at all. <laughs> None of us thought about it. We're yeah. just going to wing it. I guess I'll wing it. So Jam is probably somebody I'll explain as you'll be lucky to know her true self because she's only her true self to us too, I feel like. So then other people may see her completely different versus how we see her. So to me, that's like very like unique. And some she's somebody who has a good balance of the life of the party, bringing the energy, bringing people's moods moods up but at the same time can have serious conversation. Probably with just us though, to be honest, if she wanted to. So then it's like a good balance of that. And then Vicky is probably somebody who is on the same wavelength. wavelength dude, can I speak today? On the same wavelength as me when it comes to emotion wise we can read the room well or we can understand where we're coming from when it comes to connecting on an emotional level and vicky is also really good at asking questions and i don't see that in a lot of people so that's how i would explain her all you vicky bring it home man make mamas proud she's like fuck yeah The way I would describe Sharon is how Jam described me. Sharon's my twin in this situation. (laughs) We are always on the same wavelength, even like when we aren't in the same room. Like sometimes we'll just catch up and talk, and I'm like, wow, we're kind of going through the same thing. And like, yeah, like yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I was just like, oh shit, (laughs) we're like twins. I feel like that's why we got along so well from the very beginning is like, you're me and I'm you type of thing. But then Jam's everything that I need 
and a boyfriend, basically. Mm, <laughs> opposites attract. Yeah. So Jam is someone that I need to find in a man because I need someone to fill the space and like talk to me, ask for attention because I won't know how to give it. If you're like so <laughs> direct and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's how they need it. So then I will give you that. And so it works out. So she's the opposite of me, but in the best way. So we are all each other's siblings slash twin, yeah. but also each no, other's literally, ideal it's, type. It's Jam's twin is Vicky, whose twin is me. But then Jam would date someone like me, but Vicky would date someone like Jam. Jam. <laughs> Wait, and it also works out. Actually, no, I would date a mixture of both of you guys because I feel like I would need to date an extrovert, which is Jam, but then someone who's similar to me in the ways of Vicky. Wow, we really are a tripod here. Yeah. So if a boy doesn't get along with all three of us and carry any similar traits to the three of us, it ain't working out. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. So that's a little bit about us, how we describe each other, which is cuter than I expected. So Okay, we'll just quickly go into how we met, but we have other whole episode i think episode three of how we met in details but basically vicky and i met because we were roommates first year and then i met jam through a business org our first year and then since she knew vicky we met when it was our time to move off campus and live in an apartment outside of campus so then vicky and i decided to be roommates because i was cheap and i wanted the more affordable room me too literally twins And that's how we became the tripod. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so next question. So for those who have been following our podcast or following our Instagram for a while, you probably have heard this 5,000 times. But if you didn't know, the three of us haven't seen each other in over two years. We haven't seen each other because long story short, Jam studied abroad at a different time than me. So then I studied abroad after that. And then COVID happened. And then we all took COVID very seriously, didn't see each other. And then Vicky moved to Korea. And basically, we just won't see each other for another at least five-ish months. So leading into that, the question that was related was, how do we maintain LDR? Long distance, no, LDF. Long distance friendship how do we i'm gonna say first thing is this podcast i think really helped i feel like we could have easily gone through quarantine without talking on a daily basis because we already know our friendship was so strong that we didn't need to go every single day talking to each other but then once we started rallying for the podcast we would you know have meetings or schedule time to film and then that led to a bunch of text messages and so i feel like that really helped Yeah, I feel like if you have something in common, that's what you talk about. Because for us, we have multiple things in common, which is like we all have a goal of content creating and like getting the fuck out of our jobs, basically. And then there's like K-pop, which is another goal that, or not another goal. Well, it is a goal, but like (laughs) it's another factor that we are very similar in. So then we always talk about those things together. And so we always have something to talk about. So we literally do talk every day. I would recommend though, especially for people who are post-grad and are in different locations after being used to being in close proximity to all your friends, don't get too comfortable not texting or not talking consistently and being like, oh, we don't need to talk every day because we're close. Yes, but just maintaining conversation and communication does 
progress the friendship. So I think that's a big thing. Yeah, I appreciate it when my friends that I don't really talk to a lot randomly hit me up. And even if it's just a one to two day conversation where you catch up and it's end of conversation, at least you kind of know what happens in their life for that time period. And I think even though we talk every day or we do our podcast together, we still set a time either Friday nights or Saturday nights. Hey, like let's hang out. Let's get a Zoom call. We don't do anything. We just drink or we just talk about what's going on in our lives. There's so many online, especially now because of COVID, online things you can do with friends. Watching TV together. That's what we did for a while. Nevertheless, we would watch Nevertheless episodes together and stream it together. And that was like something we talked about too. We even have to stream it together. We just synced up on dramas too, like True Beauty, uh, Startup, Squid Game. We just watch it separately and then we would like talk about it. And I mean, sometimes we did an episode on it. Basically, it's going to be epic when we finally see each other after literally almost three years. I see you guys the least, but I talk to you guys the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's very true. Like, literally, Sharon was gone for three days last week, or this, this week. week. And when she came back, I was like, damn, felt like you were gone for so long. And Same. I missed her. I was at my offsite and I was like, wow, I'm ready to go home and see Jam. <laughs> it felt like a whole three months and it was only three days <laughs> but it's also when we do see each other it's very normal it doesn't feel like we have we haven't seen each other in so long which is that level of comfortness that we have oh i'm ready don't remind me that i have to wait five months so next question do you think three is a crowd and if yes explain why if no why do you think this friendship works have you guys ever heard of that misconception like trios don't work yeah yeah i've always heard i've it. experienced it before oh really I'm not going to speak names, but there's definitely been trios instances where two are closer than the other or one of them doesn't like one of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it only works in the trio setting. But other than that, one of them like typically can't handle one of them. Our trio does work. Yes. What I'm saying. Here is Jam's hypothesis of why we think all works. Okay. I think it's because we each individually have our own friendship initially like me and vicky and then me and sharon and then like you and sharon we guys room together so we each have that friendship and we each have you know something that we connect on and then when we come in together maybe we just got really lucky with our personalities and we just all mesh really well and we all just complement each other really well with our personalities we're all really different people but when we mix it together it's like a it's like butter smooth like butter Jam's analogies kill me sometimes. So that's my hypothesis of why I think we work really well. I agree. I was going to say it's because we, at least for me, you guys both give different aspects of a friendship to me. Like how Sharon's my twin and you're who I would date is like totally opposite, you know? Because introvert versus extrovert and someone who like can sit and listen versus someone who would fill in the space type of thing. And so when we all get together, I get everything that I need from the both of you guys together. I don't try to find new friendships anymore, you know? Because in my mind, I'm like, this is it. Like I don't need to try to like find more friends because I'm like sad or lonely without friends. I already have friends. Like if it happens, it'll happen. Like it's not like I close the door before it opens, but I'm not exactly trying to open doors either. You know how we have talked about in the past, like if you date somebody and then you meet them at a certain time of your life where they fit into your lifestyle, I guess. And then we talked about, let's say we get older and we grow as people and that path kind of diverge and then divorce kind of thing. Do you guys ever wonder like, well, about friendships like that when as you get older you change as people and then it affects friendships 
Like, I'm not specifically talking about ours, but just in general. I I've definitely outgrew friendships, especially a lot of people from when I was younger because I'm such a different person than, like, high school and, like, certain people didn't really change or they, like, did change and we just don't click anymore. I think as we grow up, we also start to define friendship very differently because I have a friend who I could still call my best friend because we've been friends for so long so many years but then I can't say that oh she knows me and vice versa like I know her like that where for us three we know each other for a much shorter period of time but we know each other through and through so you know as I grew up I just started to redefine what is friendship to me and it's not just time because that's what I thought for a while like oh i've been friends with this person for 10 years that's why we're best friends true i think we also just met at the most developmental years of our lives especially also quarantine we just did a lot of self-discovery but we also went through very similar things without meaning to go through them together we just happened to be hitting rock bottom together (laughs) just happening to be in a grave together right now I see friendship and relationship very similarly because both you have to put in effort for friendships. Do you feel like you put in effort into friendships to make it work? Or would you say that friendships shouldn't have to have effort? See, I think Jam makes effort with people she wants to make effort with. Not in that like, oh, I should make effort, but just naturally she just prefer to talk to them. So she does versus I for sure can speak for myself, maybe for Vicky, I don't know, but I suck at texting or I just like, you know, we're bad at texting. (laughs) But I do think friendship definitely takes effort. So this is just me calling myself out. I think you're a really good texter. Um, that's because you text though. Maybe not now, but like in college, you're always responding to people. I feel you're always texting. No, I'm a good responder. I'm not a good initiator. Uh Oh, which is bad because it's almost like the mentality of they're not coming to me, so I shouldn't go to them kind of thing. Not really, but it's just me sometimes being like, eh, we're chill. There's no point kind of thing. So I won't start anything. I don't think I've gone a day or more than like two, three days without texting each one of you guys in the future. Yeah. <laughs> There's always something that comes up. It's Jam's personality though. Yeah, and Sharon's really good at responding, but Vicky sometimes just ignores me. I open it and then I don't respond. <laughs> I just know that you don't care that much and then I try to. So I like do a mass reply to like everything. It's because the stuff I send you isn't super important. It's probably just like some Instagram post or whatever. Yeah, see, I asked because before you two, I'm not used to having someone I would tell things to in my life. So like I normally don't talk about it and then I'm just like, oh, it's whatever. But then with you guys, I'm like, oh, I want to tell you guys these things. But then sometimes I'm like, is it worthy of a text or should I just like wait or even not say anything? Technically, I could go for a while not telling you guys my personal life until we catch up. But then when I do text you guys, I'm like, it feels good texting about like my updates in life and like what happened. That's like my putting in effort. In a way, same, because I feel like it's really easy for me to just want to talk talk to people about oh how my day is going how my stuff is going but like Sharon said if I want to put in the effort I think I'm just a little bit more cognizant like oh like how the other person is doing like what are they up to because for me it's really easy for me to say oh I'm fine but really like not fine so I think just kind of putting more effort to know how the other person is feeling that's something I consider as effort so trios do work you just gotta put in the effort okay people yes that's a good 
segue to the topic of like quality of friends versus quantity of friends. Do you guys ever suffer? Not suffer, but like want one over the other. When I was in middle slash high school, I definitely value quantity. But definitely, as I got older and meeting more people that I connect with, a quality is so much more important. For me, it's like what Vicky said, kind of where I treat friendships like how I would relationships, and I see it in the way of there's a reason why I haven't dated as much or have been in serious relationships. I just don't click with people like that, though in the way that I'd I'd like to. But same with friendships. It's quality for me. Like I don't go around just making friends with everybody, and I value them like I would a relationship. So as you would say, like oh, you're one in a million or whatever. When it comes to relationships, I think it's the same for friendships. It's not like I purposefully am like oh no, you don't check these boxes. You're not my friend. It's not like that. It's just naturally on a emotional and a personal wavelength kind of connection. It's just something that I don't come across all that often. Which is why I've always been more of a quality over quantity type of person. I still like meeting new people, especially now at this stage of my life, because I am most myself, or I am growing into my most self. Yeah, I'd say like out of any friendship, who knows me the best would be you two. But it doesn't mean you guys are like my only friends type of thing. Yeah, D- don't worry, guys. We have friends. Yeah, yeah. we do. I swear. There's just an S tier, an A tier, B tier. You know how it goes. You know. Next question: What are our thoughts on guy friends versus girlfriends? Guy girl friendships are very different from guy guy relationships, which is why for the longest time I've always said I prefer guy friends over girlfriends. But that was up until I met my girlfriends, which is like you guys, because the emotional connection that girls have is so different from a girl and a guy relationship. And I strongly believe that every female needs a core female friend. Because I'm sorry, but a man won't give that to you. I don't know. Maybe they can, but at the end of the day, a girl girl relationship. Like typically, it's like how you birds of a feather flock together. Like you both have gone through things that you only would as female, so naturally you just understand each other like that. Where in some circumstances, guys can't. I think that's why we work out so well too, because we have that emotional connection. We understand each other, but when we aren't in that deep emotional part, we're just bros with each other. I feel like having guy friends make me tougher in a little bit because that relationship we have is like we insult each other or like we kind of joke around and like just have fun dude guy friends are so fun and it's kind of cute how sometimes guys go to girlfriends for advice or yeah pretty much advice kind of thing because there's something about guys who just don't talk to other guys about it for the most part, not all of them. But I guess usually because they come to us, they want a girl's perspective because they're usually dealing with girl problems. Just like how sometimes I'll go to a guy for a guy perspective. See, the moral of the story is we're all gonna have to compete with each other's boyfriends when we eventually get one because it's like, do you like us better or do you like your boyfriend as your best friend better? <laughs> Jam's like, I'm gonna ditch you guys for sure for what my man. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Okay, so like we were almost at this close when I was dating. Do you guys ever feel like it was like a split of no? And no. You guys- oh, really? <laughs> no, no. It was also because I was doing long distance too. No, never. Never. Nice. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever. No, it would never because Vicky doesn't give attention to men, so. That's true. <laughs> I think that that's the problem is I prioritize my friends over my boyfriend, and then I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. <laughs> Do you wanna come along? <laughs> oh. I just don't emote. So people need to understand that I don't emote. 
But that's also hard because your mans just maybe didn't know you the way we knew you. Which is very different because we don't need that kind of attention from you versus a man would. I'm trying. It's fine. We'll get there. It's okay. So then on that topic, how do you know when you're comfortable in a friendship? I have one. Yes, Jamila. You know, me and Sharon are really close, right? But because I moved here recently. I didn't move here. I just stayed here. For- <laughs> I moved here. <laughs> I, mean, I moved here for a little bit. But then, as of today, I've officially farted really loud in front of her. I've definitely heard you fart before. But I feel like I've never been this comfortable farting in uh, front of you. I literally don't care. I know, but it's the same thing. Like, if you do it, I don't care. But it's still that mental part. But today, I just felt so comfortable. Or maybe I'm just like, we just got so much closer during quarantine. But I just feel so comfortable farting in front of you guys. I burp without even thinking about it. And then she laughs after. <laughs> she farts and she's like, hey! And then, okay, remember before we always said, like, we aren't really physical people. Like, we aren't really touchy people, right? But then, because Sharon and I share a bed now, now I feel more comfortable. <laughs> what? Sharon and I share a bed now. <laughs> it just has, she only has one bed in here, okay? She migrated from the couch to the bed. <laughs> yes. But basically, I feel comfortable, like, spreading myself. Like, it was so weird. But basically, it's like, I'll be more... Th- Touchy, be like, share it. Dude, on that note, I knew Jam was comfortable with me. Like, I so remember this was, I think it was third year when we were moving out and you were cleaning your closet and you were trying to see what clothes you wanted to keep or not keep. So you're trying on things. And I was just in your room. I needed, I wanted your company. So I just sat there. And then randomly, she just took everything off right in front of me. Like, no bra, nothing. And I was like, that was the first time I saw her naked. And oh, I was what? Like, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh. I guess we're at that level now. And then like five seconds after she that, she's like, I totally forgot that you were like here and I was just naked in front of you. That's how comfortable I am now. And I was like, yeah. So I think those are some physical things of how I think I'm comfortable. But I think second thing is comfortable silence. Because I think with people I'm not you know as close to, I'm always to- Yeah, are you sure? When we walk sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kidding. We're kidding, buddy. Yeah, like sometimes we feel I'm not as close to. Oh, I'm always like true. trying to think of the next topic in case like it runs out or something. I just want to keep the conversation going. But then with like you guys, we just like walk or something. It's like very comfortable silence. I, you know, it's fine that we're not talking. Silence with close friends versus silence with not close friends is very, very, very different. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, are they thinking the same thing of like, I need to think, think of something to say or are they actually comfortable in silence? I have no idea. How did I know it was comfortable with Sharon? I, I honestly can't even pinpoint when we got, oh, we're close. It just happened. Have you guys farted in front of each other? Probably. Probably, <laughs> Probably just like accidental and then not address it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> How do I know I'm comfortable? Dude, literally like context, like Jam and I have been trying to vlog or yeah, vlog. And up until this whole time, apart from me vlogging by myself at home, I can't do it out in public, especially if it's with a group of people that's not you guys, because I don't want to make them uncomfortable by having a camera in front of their face, right? So I just won't do it. Versus yesterday and today when Jem and I were going out, like I literally am comfortable. I don't care. If people watch me, I'm less like degaff or I'm more degaff about it. And just being your most authentic self with people means you're most comfortable because i'm like generally very anxious around new people the whole idea of like oh shit if we go out to eat who's gonna pay or like oh shit if we go out to eat like how do we get there like what's gonna happen but then when i know i'm comfortable with someone it's like i don't care about going out and doing things because i know that if it comes to it i can address it or like we just know what to do 
because we're just so close. Like, I don't have to be anxious about everything if I'm comfortable with someone. I feel like sometimes I'm more comfortable with you guys than I am with my brothers because sometimes I still get shy about farting for my brothers. Really? Yeah, that's really a sign of comfort for me. I don't know why. <laughs> you can fart in front of them? I don't think I have before. What? No, like, I haven't, like, farted in front of them and addressed it. Like, maybe I farted oh. <laughs> and then just, like, you know, didn't say anything. Or, or usually, like, maybe go somewhere else and fart and then come back if I know it's going to be a loud one. <laughs> well, you like? This is a lot tangent, but when I was younger, whenever I fart, I want to make it super loud so my parents would hear it and I'll laugh about it. <laughs> like you do now. Yeah. She wants to the world to know that she has passed gas. I live a fart and I look at my dad and I smile at him. That's such a gem thing to do. Next question. What do you value the most in a friendship? What's important to you? After being here, I realized that empathy is really important to me. I don't think I've ever met anyone who was so shitty until post-college. But then post-college, I feel like I started meeting more people where I'm like, you're not okay as a person. Like you lack a lot of things that you should know by now. And empathy was a really big one. The empathetic part is just like people who still think it's cool to act like they don't care about anyone or anything and that they hate the world. Like I know we say we hate the world and we hate a lot of things and like, you know, life sucks, but we still have a part of us that cares, you know, and you can tell. But then for some people, it's just like, it's not cool to not care. I think it's also because at this stage in my life, I physically feel my brain maturing. Looking back at a lot of college moments, I was like, wow, I was not mature back then, even though I thought I was. So things now that used to bug me or things that I thought I cared about before, I don't care about anymore because it's so trivial. Or things that I didn't care before, I do care about now because you should. And so when I see other people who still seem like they don't grasp the concept of maturing, I'm like well, we're not going to vibe as friends. So even in that aspect, I'm like, well, I'm not putting my energy in something where I won't receive that same energy back kind of thing. I have no idea. What you value in friends? In a friendship? How do I put you guys into words? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I value Sharon and Vicky. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how to put the other ones into words. I mean, the best example of a brief per- person that I recently met, who I would say I got like pretty close to, would be like, Jen, but I really don't know what like specific trait. It's just we just clicked. We just get along. Like relatability. Yeah. Like like you guys, yeah, just you know, get words out of my brain. Like you, when you guys meet people, do you think you immediately know whether you'll like them or not? Because that is so on point to me. Like I instantly know who and who I wouldn't vibe with within like five minutes of talking to you. Yeah. That first. 10 to 15 minutes is how I determine how I will act around you. It like goes both ways because I know myself well enough to kind of like, oh, I should be open to this person or I should not be. So then those first 10 to 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, you seem like someone that I would actually like. So I'm going to be more open and that allows the relationship to grow more versus where other people I'm like, "Mm, your vibe is off. I don't want to. So then I close myself off. I think for me off their first impressions, I could kind of tell maybe if we're going to be close or not. But at the same time, I feel like I can't stick to that vibe because I know I could be very different from the first time or like maybe second time that you meet me. So I feel like, oh, maybe that's the same thing with the other person. Even though maybe I get a vibe, but I don't really trust 
did for myself because just know I know I could be different. Do you guys have any pet peeves when it comes to friendship or relationships with people? Not like dating, but like relate just relationships with people in general. Someone <laughs> who doesn't ask me something in return is like let's just say I'm asking to get to know you, right? And I kind of leave the door open for you to ask me the same back, or leave the door for you to like, continue the conversation, and you don't do it. That's mine. <laughs> I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but it's just a curiosity of like, dude, if I'm asking you questions, do you not naturally want to ask questions in return? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did you form relationships without carrying a conversation? Maybe that just means they're not interested in being friends with us. <laughs> Actually, maybe like the whole if he wanted to, he would. If they wanted to, they maybe. would. Maybe lack of mannerism. Yeah, I feel like mannerism at a young age, you can blame not being taught it. But once you get to like post college, even during college, it's like you're old enough to know better. Last question: How to find friends? Good luck, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think Bumble BFF. I've made three friends from there, so. I like it, but obviously, you still have to talk to people, which can be kind of tiring because it all starts with small talks. And you know, some of them it just doesn't click. But if you put in the effort, you'll get a friendship in return. And I've met you know a few girls from beginning of quarantine, and I still talk to them now. I think just saying yes more. I think post grad has me more excited to meet new people. Because they're new people, like it's and and we've been wanting to meet new people. So even if you may feel uncomfortable or like intimidated meeting a new group of friends through a mutual friend, just try saying yes every now and then because you'll probably have a good time. Gives great advice, won't take it. Us three, I don't give great. I advice. have new friends. They give it to me. So that wraps up our conversation about friendships. I was just say, and this is your sign to reach out to your friends slash friends. Hit them up. Make conversation. Send that text right now. How you been? And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.